0: Good morning, welcome to Emmet Audio. So, it's supposed to be wicked hot today, and especially tomorrow, and to a lesser extent, Sunday. Uh, But it was cool last night, so the house is nice and cool, and my wife and I spent the first 15 minutes that we were awake shutting everything up. So we closed the windows, we closed the curtains. In some cases, we hung blankets over the curtains. And in other cases, like with the two skylights, we, uh, thumbtacked, um, what are those called? Emergency space blankets, emergency blankets, those little foil things over the windows to block light and heat from entering the house. And that combined with the fact that we brought it down to cool and with the large tree that, uh, hangs over to the southwest corner should be enough to keep the house tolerable through uh, the gross weather coming up. And it strikes me that it's a useful metaphor for thinking about uh, preparing in advance for um, the inevitable economic downturn that we are overdue for at this point. And nobody knows when it might come but, and and we also don't know what form it might take, although I've heard some theories that have to do with uh, college debt being the trigger. But um, But it strikes me that it's a useful framework to think of it in when it comes to um, having a business because many of the same things apply, right? Like you have to if you want your, home, your business in this case, to be tolerably comfortable, you have to start preparing for the heat wave now. It does you no good to button up your house once the heat wave started? Well, it's always better than never, but if you can uh, make steps now to make sure you're in a good position for when the heat does arrive, then you're not trying to button up a, a already baking hot house, um, you've already taken steps uh, to be able to ride the thing out fairly comfortably. At least historically, one might hope that the upcoming recession, economic downturn, would be fairly brief, given that the last one we had was pretty strong Um, and I don't know enough about economic history to say whether that's always the case, that you don't have two successive strong ones. At any rate, um, I think being aware that you need to sort of be able to ride out something that's going to last six months to a year uh, is always a good thing. So here are the, the things that I have been thinking about. The um, first is try to have money in the bank, um, and this isn't always easy depending on where in your life you're at right now. For instance, we're living on just my income. My wife is finishing up nursing school, um, but the the goal is always to have at least enough money in the bank that we can handle sort of mid-level crises. Um, the second thing is, and, and largely these comments are, are based on if you have a business of your own, because that's all I really know, um, and also <laughs> a business of your own that's basically one person, because again, that's all I really know. But if you're a craftsperson like me and you work for yourself, or if you want to be thinking about doing that, this is the time in the economic cycle to be thinking about these things, which are... Um, Brand is everything, both for the long-term cycle and for the short term. Sort of how you're going to, uh, how you're going to continue having business even when stuff is not so good economically. It's it's by having a good brand, by which I mean having a reputation. And that I I don't just mean that in terms of um, like reputation makes it sound like are you a good person and that's important but more to the point have you managed to establish yourself as uh, someone worth uh, as as one of the people who you sort of obviously think of as being the business to go to for whatever the thing it is that you do Um, and obviously you're never going to be the person on top but thinking about that and making steps to move in that direction are really important Um, and so a lot of that has to do with focusing your energy on building your brand equity rather than trying to convert to sales. Um, The second is when you do convert to sales, um, leaving some money on the table with each sale, accepting a lower price on things than you otherwise could in order to build a larger base of customers. Um, now is definitely the time to do that because unless, uh, I mean, it's always a balancing act, right? Obviously you want to sort of have as much money in the bank as you could, but um, You can shoot yourself in the foot by trying to maximize profit from each sale and end up with fewer uh, less revenue total and fewer customers total and i would argue that those relationships with the customers are one of the most valuable things that you can have going into an economic downturn particularly if you know it's a good relationship That's, that's let's take that as a given um. So, hey, Willa, come on, good girl. So I would say that um, to some extent, you know, and how to what extent is going to vary from person to person in your own situation, but try to maximize sales. And sometimes that means selling for a little less than you could simply so that you get more sales and more interactions with people and more chances to help people. Um, now, along with that, I think it's really important thinking ahead to make sure that your business is diverse. So if all you do is go to one or two farmers markets, it's time to think, start thinking about online. If all you do is sell stuff, it's time to start thinking about teaching. If all you do is teach, it's time to start focusing on selling stuff again. Um, And better yet, if you can come up with a service like sharpening other people's tools that is a recurring need, that's the best yet because one of the first things that's going to drop off uh, or the first things I think that's going to drop off, for instance, in the spoon carving world with an economic downturn is people are going to buy less fewer spoons and people are going to take fewer lessons because there's so much information for free online. But people who need to buy blanks in order to continue carving will continue to buy blanks and people who think it's valuable to have their knives sharpened will continue to think it's valuable to have their knives sharpened. Um, So those kinds of services where there's a recurring need, I think are disproportionately valuable going forward but i think it's also really important to have a spread now the other thing i think it's valuable is to have a spread beyond just your business this is something i talked about in an episode where i talked about uh diagonal integration where instead of it's not enough just to be um horizontally diverse across a craft I think it's also important to be um, diverse, uh, either in several different businesses that ideally have totally different customer bases, or at least integrally vertically integrated, such that you you straddle a handful of different crafts, Um, because. You never know what's going to be affected or not affected. You know, one of the things that I th- think seems to be the case, and this is from having lived through uh, the last down cycle as a business owner, is that while, um, while the very wealthy seem to be unaffected, uh, the businesses that cater to them definitely are affected and they cease their buying um so unless you are selling at the extreme high end to extremely wealthy people you know super high-end art for instance uh, i think you'll immediately see a freeze in that level of business now the people of more modest incomes at a more modestly priced Uh, price point of thing will probably not be as affected immediately, especially if it's direct to consumer, because they will continue to value those things. But then if they are affected, they take longer to bounce back. So it's worth trying to be spread across a bunch of things. So if you're mostly in high-end stores in Los Angeles and New York, try and get a bunch of Customers and in uh, who are just individual customers living individual lives as well, and that will help buffer you um, from whatever happens. So, I could go on, but there's I don't think uh, I have more succinct points to offer simply to remind you that these the steps to take. To do those things um, are steps that you should be taking now, not taking later. Because anything you can do now to make your business more resilient will help you ride out whatever is going to come and something is definitely going to come. Um, and it's not always about just growing bigger because sometimes growing bigger is means more brittle so it's not always trying to like push to a certain level of youtube whatever whatever if that means um that your overall business strategy is more brittle and more susceptible to changes in the marketplace the goal i think should be to be as Uh, fluid and balanced within the marketplace as possible, and that will put you in the best possible position um, at the tail end of the economic downturn, or really in the depths of the economic downturn. That's the place to then be able to make strong moves so that you come out of that economic downturn in a much better position, Um, in part because of the opportunities that will be on the table from people uh, no longer being in business, and that sounds harsh, but that's sort of the way you have to think about it. That the 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 time to uh, make big strides and where you're at um, is always at the end of an economic downturn. And right now, when we're due for one, is the time not to pull in your horns I think that's a bad way of thinking about and I think that's what leads to an economic downturn but to work on your balance and work on the spread of things that you have going for you so that you can pivot and give attention to the things that are going to work out or that seem to be working out um, and kind of let be in stasis the things that aren't for now